Hello, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of the Crown Yourself podcast. I am bringing out another goodie from the backlogs of yonder year because this episode I listened to and I was like, holy shit, this was before we even like fully manifested our house like we manifested it but we hadn't signed the documents we hadn't we hadn't moved we hadn't shifted states we hadn't gotten all the things we were in the process of doing all that stuff and i found it and i listened to it i was like wow the transformation that ensued and if you listen to this you'll hear a level of trust and certainty that's still present and i hope that that trust and certainty gives you trust and certainty through whatever it is that you're going through because obviously it all worked out wonderfully and amazing now sometimes you either get what you want or you get the lessons you needed and in both cases i got the lessons that i needed as well as what i wanted but in that process there is the the funkiness of all the challenges of all the stuff that comes up as you're going toward achieving and reaching and and manifesting that that goal and taking the action steps required and it can feel like a lot and if you're going through a season in your business where you're like this doesn't feel like this like flow and ease Instagram show me your amazing like vacation spot hanging out by the water with a pina colada reel like what is up my business must be wrong it must be bad it must be broken I must not be in flow and I am here to say my fellow sovereign who we're gonna shift that perception because maybe you need to be in this space of the chaos and that actually is flow and I'm gonna get into why and how and how to move through that and how to paddle through that because you are actually more in flow than maybe even those people who are posting those beautiful photos but they're not actually doing much. That is, and I'm not saying that's always the case, but I am saying that there is a level of flow that's not just, you know, laying in an inner tube and just sipping on a, a cocktail sort of flow. Like, that's actually like a lake versus the flow that comes from when you're actually moving really fast and forward toward that which you desire. I hope you feel the movement in this. I hope it moves you into action into a whole new way, gives you inspiration and has you. Hopefully, it's my intention that this podcast will help you stop doubting yourself and stop doubting the flow that you are in, even if it is in an intense season and time. So with that, let's go to the episode. Welcome to the Crown Yourself Podcast, where together we build your empire and transform your subconscious stories about what's possible for your business, body, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm a master mindset coach, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, known to my clients as a game changer. Each week, you get the conscious leadership strategies you need to help you reign with courage, clarity, and confidence so that you too can make the income and impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your royal invitation to step into your full potential and reign in your divine purpose. Your sovereignty starts here and your reign is now. Hello, hello, my fellow sovereigns. And as always, give yourself a hot dose of gratitude for choosing content that uplifts and inspires and champions and challenges you because today we are diving into some flow. I know it's been a hot minute since I have had an episode release, 
And if you've been on my Instagram stories, which if you haven't, like, what are you doing? I am literally documenting everything that is going on. So if you ever want to see like how I do life and with two kids and two businesses and a hubby and now my mom joining us for the fun ride, then definitely follow my Instagram stories at Kimberly.Spencer because that's where I post all the, the personal stuff and show the behind the scenes. And if you've been watching that, then you know that we are currently in the middle of a massive move again. Again, we moved from Australia to back to the U.S. in January of this year. We moved countries, so moving countries, and now we are moving states. And with this stateside move, I have been telling my husband that everything has felt like like that moment in the theory of everything when Stephen Hawking is developing the theory of the Big Bang. And it feels like in that moment in that movie, I love where that everything's kind of like swirling back to this point of origin. And it has been swirling back to that point of origin for me. And now life has sped up in this big bang explosive way. We were on vacation in Austin, Texas back in October. We'd had the vibe that we wanted to kind of move Texas side um, for the past year just for cost of living and many other reasons. Uh, we want some land. We want some donkeys and some goats and to just just live a little bit more sustainably and have a lower cost of living than Los Angeles, California. And when we were here, like here, and I say here because I'm already my brain, my identity is already in Texas. When we were in Texas, we put an offer in on a house and got it got it accepted. And then we had to literally rush back to LA to clean up, prepare and get our my childhood home up for sale on the market. And what a feat that was. That meant cleaning out my dad's life, my aunt's life, my grandma's life, all of the lives. Because like when we first moved back to America, we moved back and had three moves within three months. We moved countries and then we moved out of our storage unit into my childhood home and because spike and i knew that we weren't going to stay here long so we don't want to go get our own place um and my parents home has been the home for many people for a long time that was the reason why when i was a kid we, we built a second story on so it's a big house um it's a big house it's got lots of space and we wanted to move back to be able to support my mom and in, in navigating three being the the executor of three wills which if you haven't dealt with death in your life like being the executor of someone's will is like adopting another business. Now multiply that times three, and my mom's also dealing with her own business, and so I've been helping her and supporting her with her buyout process with her business partner and navigating that business as well, and that's been my family business for years. So there's a lot of like closure of this huge volume of the first 35 years of my life. And then moving, you know, and then in March, we moved all of my stuff out, uh, all of my grandma's stuff and my aunt's stuff out of their house, sold their house. And then everything came back to this point of origin in my childhood home. And now we're here and now we're moving in to start our own home and our own like version of how we do family, of how we do life in a new state, in a new place. And I do believe that it's going to be for the greatest and highest good, as always, for everyone involved. I just see it as being such a place for my kids to thrive, for my mom to thrive, a new perspective, a new place. I mean, she's lived in this house for the past 35 years. 
And so being able to have that is is huge for her to give her a new start at a new life, like at 74 and single now that my dad's passed and, you know, to to go back to her art. And I'm, I'm really so excited. And it has come with a heap of of work of like massive amount of work that that's involved. And it's this past month specifically when we put the offer in, got it accepted. It also is partly contingent on our house selling as we're in the process of also getting a loan and all that stuff that's involved with buying a house. Um, I lost my words because just reflecting on the past three weeks has been intense. And that intensity is something that I see so often entrepreneurs when they first start out in business rejecting, repelling, trying to move away from and because they want to be in this state of flow. And I see this a lot with female entrepreneurs. I am a full believer in flow. I am a full believer in like not like full on hustle culture of like hustle harder, 24 seven work days, blah, blah, blah. That that's not my jam. I did that, burnt myself out. At the same time, though, hustle is sometimes required and creating flow in your business is just like a river and most most people's perception of flow is actually stagnation because if you think of flow like a river it's flow like water that's moving easily and gently it's not moving fast and so when people get upset about not achieving their goals on a certain timeline it's probably because your flow has been like a nice little trickle and you haven't summoned to turn the faucet up on high. And so I was just speaking with one of my clients about the flow of of rapids and you know every river there's there's the times that it's a trickle or the times that it's completely dried up and there ain't no flow or the times that it's stagnant and yet so many people in the journey of creating their business when it's stuck in in some challenging times they're not allowing themselves to be consumed by the rapids and instead drowning in the space of stagnation. And when you can choose into that, you know, this is the time that we're hitting some rapids and the water is flowing fast. And if you've ever done whitewater river rafting, I used to do that a lot with my dad. Um, every summer we would do a father daughter uh, camping trip with many of my friends and their dads and do um, it was for about three, four years in a row. And we would do whitewater river rafting at the age of 10 and 10 to like 14. And you know, when you hit a rapid, you got to paddle. You got to paddle like your life depended on it. And that's the moment that it felt like these past three weeks of like preparing our house to get on the market. It was this season of just pure, brutal paddling of just boxing up things, making sure we had the right support, hiring the painters, hiring cleaners, hiring um, repairmen to repair every little freaking thing that had not been repaired <laughs> because of whatever reason and for me i'm like for now i've i freaking love the, how the house looks but it's so different than it what it looked like growing up because we would have things that would just be like oh there's a hole and you know that would just be avoided and for me that would drive me up a wall but 
at that time, I didn't have the capacity to say that needed to be changed. And so now taking over this role as leader in my family in a, in a new way, because my mom has wanted to take a backseat in a way. She's like, I no longer want to be managing the money and I no, no longer want to be managing. I'm like, great, I will do it. I will happily step up and manage your business, my business, grow a second business, podcasting agency. Let's go. Let's do it. But it comes from that state of me choosing to see, yes, there's going to be some rapids, which means after the rapids, if you've ever done Whitewater River, after the rapids, the water is flowing pretty fast. It's not necessarily rocky or hitting those rocks, but it is flowing a lot faster than it was before where you kind of just leisurely like relax down the water. But if you're choosing in your business, the key is you got to choose in your business to hit those rapids and to paddle hard through them. It's like when you first have a baby, like that baby is entirely dependent upon you for survival. And the hustle, it's not really a hustle because it's pure heart. You love that baby. But that baby is dependent upon you. To, to wake up, to have those nightly feedings, to to do the to do the challenging work and you do it because you love it, because it's a calling, because, you know, that's your new role. But so many business owners, when they start their business, they don't lean into that calling and they they substitute the freedom that they thought they wanted for the ease of not going anywhere, for the ease of hobbyist. And believe me, I did this in my business. My phone apparently agrees. I did this in my business. For the first year and a half, I made no sales. I had no money rolling in. And now I can say that going from, you know, what that was and the challenge of living life deeply in debt, super scarcity money mindset, like just racked in misery and complaining to now where I am choosing to adopt a greater role as I am leading that whitewater river rafting and as the as the financial provider for my entire family and manager for my family and choosing to adopt that responsibility because as you've heard with great power comes great responsibility and if you're not receiving more finances, more money, more clients, more whatever, odds are you probably aren't leaning in enough to the responsibilities that you have to respond. And that's like, let's let's break down this word responsibility for a moment. Responsibility means responding. It's your ability to respond in the moment to what is required of you to expand and grow. Like, it's not adding shit onto your plate that doesn't need to be there. It is a present moment, circumstantial response to what is being required of you. So, for example, I was recently on a podcast. As I go on, I go on a lot of podcasts, not just because of my agency being the rock star queen team that they are, but also because I've been doing this for a while. And because of that, the ability to respond in the moment to what is present and be fully present with what is, is what changes the game. It's what changed the game for my business five years ago. It's what changes the game for any person's business. And looking at the level of emotional attachment to what it is that you're responding to. 
So a few weeks ago, I was on a podcast. It was in the midst of a move. I knew I didn't have um, my desk setup was gone. My office setup was completely gone. Like I literally threw my desk off the balcony. So I was responding to this pre-call. It was a podcasting pre-call and from my from my bed and just sharing. And I said, you know, there are certain things that in the past would have completely emotionally triggered me into this shame, guilt spiral that if you want to know the quickest way to deplete your money, it is having unresolved shame. And shame is the quickest, is the fastest emotional money blocker because it is the lowest vibration possible of emotion. And so I was on this pod, uh, this pre-call for a podcast and it was literally right after I had checked my bank account and it had about a thousand dollars missing from it. And I was like, what the F? Turns out my bank account was hacked. And I was like, wow, I was reflecting because I just, you know, I called the bank up, said this, this and this, you know, this happened. These purchases weren't mine, et cetera. Change my card, swap it out. Can you get it? my next card rush delivery? Yes, they could. could. Great. It's got, it's got the problem solved. But in the past, I was reflecting on how far I've come. And you can let me know if this has been you as well. In the past, five years ago, maybe six years ago, I would have gone into like the deepest shame spiral of like, oh, I'm such a failure. How could I not have seen this? How could someone do this to me? Let me get all complainy and negative And oh, woe is me about that happening versus it was like this literal minor hiccup, this blip during the day. And I was like, whatever, that's their karma, not mine. I'm going to solve this in 10 minutes, get on my pre-call. Everything's going to be great. And that level of emotional resiliency is what happens the more flow you're able to grow into. So when you first start river rafting, when you first start any like challenging adventuresome sport like snowboarding or skiing or anything like that you're not doing black diamonds or double blacks you're not hitting the class five rapids where you might you know spin over and and get stuck in the water you're doing maybe the level three you're maybe doing the blue squares or whatever it is for the snowboarding equivalent but you learn from the flow and the faster you learn from how to paddle through the flow or how to cut the snow on the blues so that you can then get to the blacks. That is how you start to generate that momentum because you learn the vibe of the dance that you're doing with the universe. So the flow isn't just like, let's just sit here on on the mountaintop and meditate. It's riding the ride down the mountain on the snowboard of life and cutting the snow as the mountain guides you just like it's riding the rapids down the water and and paddling when necessary and most business owners make the mistake of wanting to be so in flow that they forget to paddle and they do what I did for the first year and a half in my business and do productive procrastination and do all the stuff that feels like really nice I mean I'm going to be honest, it feels really nice to just like lay out on a raft and get tan, but you're not actually moving anywhere if you're doing that. Like there's no direction. That's just like floating and like floating in a pool because there's no momentum of you moving actually anywhere. And it was through the process like of selling my childhood home 
that I was able to see, okay, what is the next level of movement and momentum, which means not avoiding that which scares you. So in the past, like six years ago, had I been like dropping 10 grand or, you know, 15 grand on paying painters and handyman and repairmen and movers and all that, I would have been freaking myself out over like not wanting to pay for that extra amount of support to then that is an investment. So the flow is also the flow of investing to create things to flow faster, which allows you to have a higher ROI. So when you are looking at that flow, like where are you not investing either your energy or money or your time? Where are you avoiding? Because if you avoid, it's going to take longer. And it's okay if you consciously avoid. Conscious avoidance is fine as long as you are conscious of it. But that which you are conscious of manifests happily, that which you are unconscious of manifests unhappily. So if you're unhappy with the speed at which you are receiving results in your business, then odds are there's something in your business that you are avoiding doing. Usually it's making sales that is allowing for that generation of momentum. And when you can choose to lean into that which is generating momentum, that which requires you to paddle through the rapids. My friends, Niagara has flow. It is a freaking pour down on your waterfall that God forbid you actually get stuck under because that would crush you. But that's the level that most like the top, top, top high performers, the multimillionaires and billionaires of this world that I have seen and worked with, they are operating with that level of flow and intensity in their day. And the level of problems that they're solving on that level would freak you out. Just like the level of problems that I'm solving now is very different than the level of problems that I was solving six years ago. Because the flow is different. I have chosen to turn up and have more white water in my world so that I can move faster rather than feeling stagnant and ease and just like this like lazy river. Like, sure, I I love a good lazy river from time to time, but that is not actually going to get you the momentum that you need to move forward faster. And if you want to move further forward, faster toward your dreams, you got to turn up the white water in your in your business, meaning the, the turn on the faucet on high for your sales, building your relationships, going out on podcasts, building those relationships, generating leads and sales, creating the funnels, the things that actually generate income in your business and doing that and just making decisions. And typically what I have found is that to dial up the flow, and this is the simplest way to dial up your flow, is to dial up the speed in which you make decisions. Make a decision, move. Make a decision, move. I now have a theme in my business that says decide, do, learn, repeat. That's it. That's a simple formula. Decide, do, learn, repeat. Because the flow is typically not flowing because you're lacking making a decision. Like, If you're struggling with making sales, maybe the decision is, do you actually want to be successful? Like, do you actually want that success? And sometimes if that's not, sometimes if the answer is like, if you really check your heart and you're like, oh my gosh, that's a no. And for me, there there was a time that it was actually a no. Like when I really checked my gut of like, did I want to be successful? There was a time there was a no because I was scared that it was going to take me away from my husband and my kid. 
And so if you see that, then you'll notice the subconscious beliefs that are under. But you got to be honest and self-aware with yourself as to like, what is blocking? What is impeding? What is damming up your flow? Or what are the boundaries that you need to implement to have your river flow faster? Because every river has shore banks. There are banks to every river. And so if the banks are too wide, that's called a lake. (laughs) And the lake ain't moving much. So maybe you need to shore up your boundaries as far as to what you're doing in your business that's actually generating the flow in the rapids of what actually creates momentum. Because I'm banking on you. Because when you bank up your river, you can actually make more bank in your bank by narrowing down the boundaries of, which you, of who you take on as a client or what jobs you take or who you work with or who you partner with. Because when you shore up, that's when you can create more momentum. Now shore up too tight and then you get a trickle. So there's that balance. So what banks do you need to create? What boundaries do you need to create in your business to then generate more rapids? And what decisions do you need to make in your business to then generate you paddling faster through those rapids so you get to your destination faster? I hope you love this episode. It was so great being back with you. So as always, let me know what you thought of this podcast episode. I love hearing from you and it's good to be back. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of my kingdom, my world. I am so honored to have you here. And as always, own your throne, mind your business because your reign is now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and start creating a bigger impact now by sharing this with a friend. Just by doing that one simple act of kindness, you are creating a royal ripple to support more people in their sovereignty. And if you're not already following on social media, connect with me everywhere at crownyourself.now for more inspiration. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules. Because today, you crown yourself.